right, and welcome to another episode of Talk Gopher Buckets. I'm Luke Buer. Uh, this is Ryan James, uh, Gopher Illustrated. Ryan, I can't believe, number one, we were able to fit this in on an emergency basis. You're a very busy man tonight, so I appreciate you taking some time um, for our loyal listeners. But, um, Ryan, I don't know if you heard, I don't know if this got to you yet, but the Gophers have a new head basketball coach. Yes, they do. And it, pro- it caught us all probably a bit off guard, a little less off guard because we've been talking about it since probably Sunday morning, mm-hmm. which was yesterday. These days, by the way, Luke, these days have felt like two, three days at a time. I felt like mm-hmm. Richard Pitino was fired or let go 18 days ago. Yeah. All, it's been so much information nonstop. I can't express to everybody how happy I am that this is finally done. over. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll say this. You and I have texted a decent amount. We, I mean, we go in spurts of texting, right? Um, we texted about this. I, I asked at the, basically at the very beginning, why can't Ben Johnson get this job, right? If, and by the way, if you are completely living on a rock and you just happen to scroll upon this, Ben Johnson is the new head basketball coach of the University of Minnesota. This is the former assistant coach under Richard Pitino. But just, just a reminder, like... Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's sell it a little bit more. Okay. This is Ben Johnson who played for former Gopher yes. assistant. Dave Thorson at De La Salle, yes. won championships, uh, went to Northwestern, came back to Minnesota. He had three years at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He was a red shirt and then played two years. And remember, for all you Gopher fans who were like crying about the three-point shooting, Ben was a 40% three-point shooter for the Gophers, averaging 11.5 games. He made 52% of his shots over the entire season. And, that was, and then he got a degree from Minnesota and, co- and was assistant here for five years. Mm-hmm. So, like... Yes, this that is that is the Ben Johnson we are talking yes, about. Yes, it is the Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson's a pretty common name, so we do have to specify who it is, and not to be mistaken with Ben Jacobson, who Ben Johnson worked for, I believe, at one point. Right? This isn't Northern Iowa Ben Jacobson. This is Ben Johnson. Um, but I think the other yeah, thing- and the four hundred text messages I've sent be- with those names involved in the last twenty four <laughs> hours. And you you can't shorten them at all. It was Ben J O H or Ben G A A C. Yeah. Every text. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll just say this. I, you know, I when you and I were texting, I said, why can't it be him, right? And let me just give you some background. I, I don't talk a lot about my professional life, but my professional life, I work with startups, right? Um, and, and when you hire people, um, the number one, well, there are a couple ways to hire people. There's one way to hire off resume, right? Um, you know, what have they done? And you obviously do, you do back channeling, networking, try to figure out as good, if these people are how they're selling themselves, right? One thing Ben Johnson doesn't have as a head coach is he doesn't have a resume. He's never gotten that opportunity. That doesn't mean he's not qualified for the opportunity. He doesn't have that. And then second, how do you hire people? You hire them based on experience and relationship. One thing that Mark Coyle has is he has a relationship with Ben Johnson. They have overlapped for a good amount of time. Ben has history at the University of Minnesota. He has history in the state of Minnesota. He has recruited well. I mean, you'll get into this, his success in recruiting Minnesota. And that's one of the main complaints that Minnesota fans have had is they've not been able to lock down the borders and keep keep guys in in state and i'm not saying the top five stars i'm saying you know some of these guys that you know really shouldn't leave um but if you're going to take a chance on somebody with no experience you might as well take a chance on the guy that you know really well already and who doesn't have to learn this area that that i you know what that's so well said 
Like, no wonder you're a successful businessman. <laughs> I'm not a successful businessman. I just happen to work with startups, and I mostly advise <laughs> on technology. But, but I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this much. I would rather take this as my risk, and given the current circumstances of the pandemic, like this is this is a fairly safe pick. Now people are going to go, oh, you're paying him too much money. He's the he's the bottom of the Big Ten, right? Like you have to give him a somewhat of a comparable salary. You can't say like, okay, you're Ben Johnson. You've never had a head coaching job. We're just going to give me, give you a million bucks. They're going to use that as, they're going to use that as ammunition in recruiting that the Minnesota is not committed to basketball. Right. The fact that they yeah. have to get him close. They can't, they can't pay him like half of what the other lowest guy is getting. Right. So he's going to get near 2 million bucks. I think that's totally warranted. Um, I don't have any problem with that. It, it's about, I bet he gets about one point. Five. No, he got. I've seen reports that he's getting one point nine. One point nine. One point. See, now I, I was going with the one point nine initially, and everybody kept telling me that was too low. And then I, I have to get that number out of my head. So yes, one point nine. Yes, it would. One point nine. Okay, no, so that. In one point nine, I think is it, it's it's fair. It puts him near the bottom of the Big Ten, which is from a from a you know from an experience standpoint, that's the lowest. But you know, it, at the end of the day you're not taking on the financial risk that you would be taking a $3 million like Eric Musselman, right? Dude, this Luke, like, like I, I, apparently I just don't understand that level of money. Like I'm just happy about 1.5. I'm just happy. Like I was going to say 1.5 K that would be not, that's not right. But I was going to say, I'm just happy with 150 K, you know, 150 yeah. K. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, for real. But um, I, I mean, at the end of the day, the, I think the reality of college basketball though is, yeah, you have this head, you know, this head of your program that's, that's your head coach, but you have to surround them with really good assistance. Um, and I think that that's, underlooked at and i'm sure this is something we're going to get into later right um yeah, at, at some sure. point but like that is almost as important especially with a first-time head coach without a doubt and you know look if we are comp- i have to step in and be and be on and be honest when before we talk about the assistance like when people have asked about ben johnson on Gopher illustrated and my thought process was always ben should be a head coach like tomorrow you know that that's that, I, I I didn't expect this though. You know what I mean? Like I I didn't expect this. You just you don't dream of or think of somebody going too often from assistant to head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why right away when we first started putting names out last week, you know, like or actually I shouldn't say when it went up last when it went up last week that that hot board had been pretty much put together three to four weeks before that. Yeah, right. So and and you know and we didn't have Ben on there, but we had, we added him. And we eventually added him in, and when we were talking, and as I got to think about thinking about it more and more and more, and as the steam came up, and as it started to make more sense, and then people were talking about it as something that could happen, you started to think about how it made more sense. Because how often does Mark Coyle talk about recruiting and called recruiting, and what you all, in addition to recruiting, the efforts of recruiting, mm-hmm. he talks about it all the time. And then we're hearing more and more about recruiting locally. Well, who's recruited locally better than Ben Johnson lately? Yeah, nobody. You know, like, in any level. And then you start talking about, well, who you compared him with. Well, you know, some of the names, Craig Smith. You know, I, what hap- well, why did they choose between Craig and Ben Johnson? I'm gonna, the, what, I'm, what I've heard is it has more to do with the fact that Ben has recruited this area and the people that are in this area have vouched for Ben Johnson. When Mark Coyle did this search, 
we'll never like it's not like you're going to put out a report for all his trans uh, <laughs> all his calls and texts but like the the amount of people we've heard that coil has talked to weren't just coaches which were by the way tons he was talking to alums he was talking to boosters he talked to a lot of people to get the read on the situation and apparently the name that kept com- kept coming back was ben johnson mm-hmm. so that's how you win that over you know, Craig Smith, Nico Medved, Dennis Gates, you know, and Dennis Gates was a hot name. And one thing that was brought up to me the other day by somebody, and I can't remember exactly who it was, but they said to me, they said, well, Dennis Gates has two years of head coaching experience. And then the time with Leonard Hamilton, Ben Johnson has no head coaching experience, but all the experience when it comes to recruiting Minnesota and relationships there, mm-hmm. like Dennis Gates, for example, and maybe some others would have to take time to learn the area and they would have to talk like that's going to take a while. Ben can jump off the ground running now. So that, so Ben pops into the, everybody's, you know, Ben makes the start makes started to make headlines Saturday. Well, Saturday was more quietly Sunday. It became more public. And then, so now he's, now he's named the head coach Were some people surprised. Yes. You know, again, Minnesota had all these names. Some people were throwing names that just weren't going to happen out and, got people's homes up, hopes up, you know, names like, you know, Eric Musselman, you know, Brian Dutcher. Um, those were, well, those were going to John Beeline. Those weren't going to happen. Um, so, but then they hear Ben Johnson, they look into it. Now people are starting to get a little bit excited, but what Ben needs as, as a guy who hasn't been a head coach, what Ben needs is a veteran staff. Mm-hmm. And I think we have some ideas there, right? Luke. I mean, we have, I th- I mean, obviously, we have ideas of who that could be. We don't know who it is. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd, I think locally, people would love to see Dave Thorson, right? I think there's a natural connection there with him being Ben's head coach at De La Salle, right? Um, you know, Thorson has been super successful at De La Salle here. He was successful when Ben was there. You know, after that, um, he he went on to follow Nico Medved. I think did he follow him to Drake and then to Colorado State? Or did he go to Colorado State right away? He went with Drake that first year. Okay. That's when Dave Thorson left USL and went to Colorado State. Now, when it, Dave is, I know that Dave is very, very happy out in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And he's got a really good relationship with Nico Medved. So it all depends on if Dave wants to move home. Which that's or no if Dave big wants th- to stay out. Like, that's a big yeah. thing, right? Moving is a big that thing. That is a big thing. Yeah. Yup. And then you have that if he wants to move home. Um, I'm not, I, I can't pretend to know what's in Dave. Thorson's bank account, yeah, sure. but I can tell you that I'm pretty sure the Big Ten assistance jobs probably pay more than the Mountain West yes, jobs. Yes, so you have to wage. You have you have to look at. There's three things you have to look at. You know, when it comes to Dave, and this could be for others as well, but Dave is the first person that's brought up because everyone's been talking about Dave online on on Go for Illustrated for a week. You know. Um, does Dave want to move home? Well, you know, we have, that has to be considered. The money, does, how much does that matter? Also, like Dave, Nico Medved, uh, Dave is one of Nico's med, Nico Medved's mentors. So that's why he went with it. Dave is, ben John, Dave is also one of Ben Johnson's mentors. So how does that, you know, how do those two things, you know, how do you compare those? It just comes down to probably where he wants to live and the finances behind it. So we'll see how that goes in the coming in the coming days but then the next one we're talking veterans who's the veteran assistant coach that's 
got a contract with the University of Minnesota already <laughs> that's already coached with Ben Johnson for two years that has an all-Big Ten-level center who might have been a third-team all-Big Ten guy that he kept playing who's already on staff and knows Ben and is a veteran coach. Yeah, that'd be Ed Conroy, which, you know. I mean, and he's got, and we've talked, it's been talked about, Ed has great interest. Dude, you couldn't, it, you know, I, you look at it, it just, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, something has to get, you know, hold on. <laughs> I was going to say something has to get announced, but like, does it? You know, like, if you are already paid on staff and have a contract, yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't technically have to, like, like do they announce every year that Ryan James is staying in Lester Prairie? <laughs> no. So I guess technically they don't have to announce anything. It's just Ed's keeping his job if that's what Ben Johnson chooses to do. Yeah. No, and I and I think that makes sense. I mean, this season in particular, or well, maybe it's not season, but seasons. There's going to be a lot of things changing in college basketball in the next, I'd say, well, I think it started last year kind of with the pandemic and then now going into uh going into the next couple seasons with the whole transfer portal thing, right? I think there's a good chance you could see the go- the the Gophers over like turn over something like 7 8 7 8 players, right? And I think that could happen in a lot of places. And so in some ways you want to find some way to keep continuity in a certain sense. Um but the other thing is you got to be able to attract you got to be able to attract guys um, from a transfer perspective, and this is, I'm sure, something we'll go into a lot more. Um, but having those good local connections, like Ben already has built, are going to go a long way into bringing home some of those guys. Whether that, like, just hypothetically speaking, um, the battle kid from De La Salle, right? That he's already got his name in the transfer portal. That's someone that they that they probably want to target. I don't know, something like I think I think I saw on Gopher Illustrated something like. Um, 17 points a game, 15 points a game. 17.2. Yeah. 17.2. There are three, like, first of all, I believe we're going to see a lot of name more. We're going to see more names at the transfer portal. Yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, we're in March. There's going to be names popping through the transfer portal from all over the country till May. Already Marcus Carr has left. Chances are he's going pro. I mean, in some way, shape, shape, or form. Everybody wants to ask about Jamal Mashburn. I would absolutely be stunned if he came back here. He came to Minnesota because there's, you know, Jamal Mashburn Sr. and Rick Pitino are very close. Mm-hmm. And Richard Pitino and Jamal Mashburn Jr. are the sons. Mm-hmm. That family is very close, and that's where the trust is. You just, I, I'm not saying Jamal's going to go to Mexico, but I just don't see him staying here because I think the way this basketball team is going to play is going to be different. And Jamal's going to have, I think Jamal Mashburn is a kid that a freshman averaged nine points a game and played well at the end of the year. Yeah. He's going to have opportunity to go to 30 some high major schools. And, you know, I just see him going somewhere else. So what do you need? You're going to need a ball handler. Mm-hmm. This is four, two. You're going to what's what's the worst part about the Gopher shooting? Or shooting? I, I gave it up, Luke. Right there, I gave it up. <laughs> what was the worst part about the team last year? Shooting. Well, you yeah. need a shooter, and you need energy. Mm-hmm. So therefore, there's names in the transfer portal that already, already are with those things. Jo- let's start with Jamison Battle. Jamison Battle. It's already been reported that Xavier talked to him. Well, when Xavier called, who was calling him? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Yeah. So, yes, Jamison Battle will have an interest in shooting for the University of Minnesota, and they need shooters. Parker Fox has already the Northern State young man from the D2 level, All-American D2 player, um, 20 and 10. If you haven't seen his videos, look him up, <laughs> man. This dude, 
He's one of the most energetic players you'll ever see. That energy is needed on this team. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the, it depends. Now, if Isaiah Enan and Brandon Johnson come back and you add Jamison Battle, I don't know how much room there's going to be. But then again, like we said, guys are going to leave. Brandon yeah. Johnson can go. Brandon Johnson can go anywhere. You know, he can go anywhere and get a starting spot at a good school right now after off of last year. So it just depends on where those guys go. But if you do lose somebody, you have an energetic guy in Parker Fox and then ball handler. As of right now, I don't. There's not too many options out there that I that I've heard that you know. But you can the Ishmael Alamine from Ball State. You know he's a combo. Mason Madsen, who I don't know that you know Mason's got plenty of options. Um, we'll see where he goes. Those could be. But Luke, the thing is, so many of these there, there's going to be so many more transfers popping up. Yes, and I can I can get there's three of them in my head right now that I could see possibly happening, and the Gophers will be in the thick of it mm-hmm. um, with Ben Johnson as head coach. Well, and you, and you got to think, like, to your point, you know, they're, they're going to be, there's going to be more head coaching over, like, turnover, right? So more coaches are going to leave. Like, comes to mind, like, I think the most recent one I heard is Marquette's head coach got let go, Steve Wojciechowski. You know, that was just recent. I think there's going to be more turn, turnover than that, and that's going to cause people to move, um, you know, there's going to be all sorts of things here, but at the end of the day, the first the first thing uh, the first line of business for Ben Johnson is putting together a staff and just getting out and recruiting. Um, we obviously know that he's going to put in the effort and he's going to work. Um, he's also one of the things that I think we need to stress about him, which which we've known collectively for a long time, but maybe a lot of listeners that don't follow recruiting really close is he's actually good at building relationships and building them early. Um, this is something that, you know, we, we kind of balked at at the previous head coach wasn't necessarily good at building those relationships. And that's, what's going to pay dividends in the high school recruiting area. And those relationships paid off in two current professionals yes. who since Ben has been hired, Ben Johnson has been hired, have already took to Twitter and said, Hey, it's the reason I wore the maroon and gold. It's a key reason why we're on the room to go. This guy's going to be a good hire for you guys. That's Amir Coffey and Daniel Aturo. Throw in Jordan Murphy. Jordan Murphy, Daniel Aturo, and Amir Coffey are three of the best gophers of the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. And the guy that recruited them to the University of Minnesota was Ben Johnson. But let's also remember, he, like, there were so many others. Jarvis, uh, Eric Curry, Jarvis Johnson, um, who unfortunately never got to play. Um, Jarvis Amersa, Gabe Kelsher, um, Michael Hurt. Um, there's, and I'm sure if I, I, I could pull out the roster and start going through it, I'm sure there's more, but that's just off the top of my head. Um, and he'd also done a very, very good job at Xavier. Yeah. Like their leading scorer that, this past year was recruited by Ben Johnson. Xavier took a player from Auburn and Alabama mm-hmm. and got him up to Xavier. You know, they were the last two years, 2019, 2020, Xavier had top 25 recruiting class, recruiting classes. There's good young talent there. And who, although some of them are transferring out, but you also, by the way, maybe they'll look at that too. Yeah, right. um, those players, but like they had top 25 recruiting classes. Xavier Ben Johnson was a big part of that recruiting. You know, that's, that's such, that's what Coyle's been talking about and the history. We've seen the history there. Is there a history of head coaching? No, but you know, that's why we need, that's why he needs to, uh, hire the right assistant coaches and he can keep getting after recruiting wise. Yeah, no question. And, and I think that to me, again, the, given the current situation, this seems pretty low risk. Um, obviously, uh, it, it, 
you know, obviously the the big elephant in the room is the no head coaching experience. But to me, at the end of the day, he's been around basketball for how long? I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but well, I don't know if correct me if I'm wrong. I I stand by this. I don't I don't buy the like Ben Johnson doesn't know X's and O's. Number one, there are a lot of head coaches who don't know X's and O's. It's it's getting the right people around them. And he's been around basketball forever. Right. So if you're going to if your argument is going to be he can't do anything, you know, in game situations like I just I just don't buy that, I guess. I can be fundamentally flawed in my thinking, but I, I feel like I think he thinks about, well, this is what I would do in this situation, but ultimately he doesn't get to make that decision. He just doesn't have the resume, right? Um, he, he's got the experience. It's just a matter of he hasn't built that resume. And then the other thing that I, I really want to highlight here is for all the people that were basically like, hey, you know, the only way Minnesota is going to be successful is if you are able to get the if you're able to get the guys to stay home and build your base around Minnesota guys. They're they're going after this theory. You got what you wanted, right? So you're, you're taking you're taking some calculated risk, but you're taking a completely different strategy than the, than what's been done historically here at the University of Minnesota in the last 15, 20 years. Yeah, exactly. It, it, the people see that's what we talked about last time. We talked about the fact that we're not talking about night you know go for hockey in the 90s all no. minnesota roster we're talking about partial and recruiting this area well then going out and getting other players and that's that's the goal now the the, the thing that you were just talking about rich uh ben johnson as a coach what people have to understand about assistant coach do are is it their game plan on the court usually no is it their is it their teachings and, and the way that they play defense and offense? That's usually the high coach. Yeah. But what you got to understand is like the, the assistants are the ones that are doing the scouting. And then when they do the scouting, they're teaching the offense to the scout team. Also, they're also, the assistants are also helping run what the other coach is putting in during practice. Now, mm-hmm. they're learning and doing all this stuff all the time. They're learning about offenses and defenses all the time. Every coach has what they think is going to work in their head, and Ben Johnson has what he thinks is going to work in his head. He was taught by Dave Thorson defensively in high school. Okay, Dave Thorson's defenses went to Drake and went to Colorado State. Look how successful they've been. That's a big part of what Medved and Thorson is doing is Dave Thorson helping in that regard. It's not all Dave. It's also Nico Medved, but it's also Dave too. It's part of the teachings. That's where you have a mentor. You, when you have a mentor, you do a lot of similar things. Right. Well, Ben Johnson is going to be in similar, similar fashion. Now, I can't tell you what Ben Johnson's offense is going to be. He's never been a head coach to like, so, uh, so we can look at it and say that's a Ben Johnson offense yeah. or a be- that's a Ben Johnson defense. We haven't had that opportunity. Like, so are there going to be times where there are mistakes? Yes. Yeah. This is Division I high major basketball. Ben Johnson's learning on the job as a head ma- as a high major coach. He's going to make mistakes. Like, oh yeah, like it's going to happen. Be prepared for it. But at the same time, he's also going to bring in talent. It's also going to be a change in culture, and we're going to see how that goes. Um, and I, I stress to you, I cannot sh- share I, I, what I believe, I, what I think. Well, I can't share everything I know in my head right now. But I'm telling you, it's going to be a coaching staff that people, that fans, are likely to be excited about, and so unless something wild and crazy happens. Okay? Yeah, yeah. The full staff, and like, you know, and the man, like, 
I, 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 I know people were hoping for some things that were shoved out there that weren't probably going to happen. And there were some names that they were surprised were picked. But Ben Johnson's your coach, and Ben Johnson's going to pipe some, uh, is going to pipe, uh, pump some blood into this, into the recruiting. And you don't have to worry about, oh, like I would have gone to Minnesota, but I, my mom and dad didn't trust the coach. Or you're not going to yeah. have to worry about the fact that, like the 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 assistants weren't able to beat Shaka Smart for the head, co- you know, for for the recruit because that the, their head coach put in more effort. Like you don't have, to, we're not going to have to hear about. Well, the Gophers didn't watch me until I was middle of my junior year, my junior year anymore. Like that stuff is most likely gone, and it's not just because Ben Johnson is going to be amazing at it, which I think he will be, but that's because that's what most people do. That's the norm, and mm-hmm. we weren't, we haven't seen the norm here. Yeah, I agree with you. I, th- I think the thing that I just want to highlight lastly is. You know, think about when they hired Richard Patino, right? The only thing that he had was a name. He had he had some um, high major assistant coaching experience. He had one year of being a head coach at Florida International, if I remember correctly. He had an all right yep. season. He had an all right season there. They took a big risk on him, and in large part, he had some success and he had some struggles, no question. Um, but he saw a lot of his recruiting success as a result of Ben Johnson, right? Um, and I think that ultimately, it, it's just going to come down to. Can Ben Johnson get players in and then can he win? Because you have to win to be able to build that momentum. And the the challenge that Patino ran into was he was able to get some players in, but then wasn't able to capture the momentum. Some of those things out of his control, some not, right? Um, but that's that's going to be the challenge for Ben Johnson. Yeah, that will be the challenge. Couldn't, uh, couldn't have said it better myself, Luke, and it's going to be in the Big Ten, which normally I would say it's a beast of the league, <laughs> but now I can't even say that because I don't even – I haven't paid attention to the NCAAs right now but I, lately, but I wouldn't be surprised if we have no teams left. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. This year, I think, with the whole, you know, the whole bubble thing, et cetera, has really made this interesting. Um, I think that the tournament is uniquely weird. I still think the Big Ten was strong. But I do think that the Big Ten, one, beats itself up through the year, also kills itself in the Big Ten tournament. And then as a result, I think you're seeing some of that plus the funkiness of this year. And let's just remember, you and I talk about this all the time. Usually teams with experience do really well in the tournament. And a lot of these mid-major schools are really senior, thinking like Loyola, thinking like, you know, thinking like a couple of the other ones that are totally escaping me right now. But I, I think Oral Roberts. Yes, there you go. North Texas. Well, North Texas is probably out, but I think I think they're out now. But yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, Luke. There's one other thing with the Big Ten in this NCAA tournament. And the tournament may be a little funky. That maybe the Big Ten is beat up a little bit. But what I believe the most, they look slow. Yes, that's a really they good point. They look slow, and I'm talking about the way they move on D. The way they, the way they move all around on screens, the way the way that they the defense shifts the spots, the way they cover space, the way that the transition run is, they the Big Ten looks slow, and then they've also struggled to finish games in ways I I was shocked about. Mm-hmm. So, 
Anyway. Definitely. Well, regardless, let's hope we see those Gophers in the big, or sorry, in the uh, NCAA tournament here soon. Um, it's going to be fun to follow, and I'm sure we'll we'll talk a lot more here in the future, Ryan. So everybody that listened, thanks for taking a little time to um, listen to us chat about Ben Johnson. I think we might be two of the only really excited people um, in the state of Minnesota, but I am I am just ecstatic about the hire. I'm I, I'm glad Coyle made made the leap of faith personally. To be all it's going to take for people to get excited is, oh, wow, that's a that's a nice transfer you got. Yeah. Oh, right. that that that's a nice you know that you, yeah. you got him as an assistant coach. Oh, and that player is yeah. a part of that. Nice. Oh, you, that you got that person to stay. Like all it takes is a few a few of those things to build. Now, were there some people angry? Yeah, like dude. I felt like Dan Barrera was literally yelling at me today <laughs> on the radio. Like I like I, I turned it off. Like man, I don't need any more scolding I didn't for a while. Oh man, he was irate and angry about it. But you know that's some that's the way some people were, and that's okay. You know, bet that the pressure is going to be there. All right. So, so well, um, thanks for Ian for chatting. Uh, thanks everybody for listening, and go Gophers. Go